shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. This would normally be a big day years ago with National Signing Day, not so much anymore. We'll get to Sean Callahan and Parker Gabriel today to talk about the class. If there's going to be any news today in recruiting, but uh, not like it was in years ago. Just kind of a silent day now, especially around here. Oh, yeah. Do you miss... A uh, busy signing day no. in February. You no, like, you, you, no, you like no, the way it is. No, you're a big fan of the December signing day. Yeah, I'm. Never, I'm not a fan of any signing. Well, day. you, you, you think get it over sooner rather than later. Yeah, do do it as soon as you can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the Bo Pelini. Remember what Bo's idea was? Just have them sign when they commit. I mean, why, why, why have a signing day? Why do, yeah, why do you I, have I a signing? I recall that. Yeah, I remember both saying Just, that. When they commit, sign. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. You'd have to tell me why that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it does make sense. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, did you? Were you up late watching the? <laughs> sorry about that, Hunter. Um, Hunter Harrison. 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 Yeah. Well, I Our got. Harrison's been Harrison. here for almost a year. Harrison. Like. I got a lot on my mind. A lot. Yeah, me too. Do you? Yeah, it's Groundhog Day. It feels like Groundhog Day for all my sports, basically. All my teams. Same thing over Meaning. and over again. Oh, okay. And usually in a bad, bad thing. Now, I got I to gotta give Nebraska ball some credit here. Do you want to start there? Or do you want to preview what we're going to talk about? Well, we, we have a lot of guests. We've got special guests today, of course. Our normal guests of Sean Callahan and Parker Gabriel. We will fade in during this show a uh, discussion about Brian Flores, the situation with the NFL, him suing the NFL, the Dolphins, the Broncos. He's upset about the Giants. We'll get to that later on in the show. Also, I'd love to. Tom Brady officially has retired. No, no rumors. It's official now. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is not official yet to the Vikings. It's it sounds like it, well, it's not done yet. It's not done yet. I have heard a lot of reports over the last week that coaches were about to get hired somewhere, and they did. You know, Byron Leftwich was supposed to be signed by the Jaguars, but now that hasn't happened okay. yet. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. Okay. About Jim Harbaugh on, on three on three reporting done deal. He's that. Yeah, well, that, I've heard it. It's 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 done, not done until it's done. That Jim Harbaugh will interview, quote unquote. With Minnesota today, but that the, that the decision's been made, and that the Wolverines' in-house candidate is not Josh Gaddis; it's Mike Hart. Okay, hello, former running back Mike Hart. Yeah, former running. He's the running back's coach. Well, he's he was also a running yeah, back. He was there. also a running back. I, I remember him more as a running back than a running back's coach. Let's stay in the city of Ann Arbor. Yes, let's do that. Nebraska basketball again. We I I had low expectations last night. And they looked they looked like a team. Sip Nebraska led at halftime. They had forty four points, not just led. They had forty four points at halftime. 
Now, they lose the game to Michigan 85-79. Got away from it at the end like, like, like it does at times. Nebraska, another that's their fourth straight single-digit point loss. Sounds like Nebraska football, uh, but that's what it was for Nebraska last night. Final. Uh, 85-79. Michigan wins by six. They don't cover the spread, which I think was like 14 and a half. Jeez, that's a big one. It was, it was double digits for sure. Yeah, that that uh, that's not a great Michigan team. No, it's not. They don't they don't have the Wagners of the past. They don't have, no. you know, they've had several great players. They don't have a Duncan Robinson in that team. They don't have all those guys. I mean, right. they, Dickinson's a good player. Hunter Dickinson had 26 points on 10 of 15 shooting, six of six in the line, eight rebounds. He... Is a stud, and Fred Hoiberg identified Hunter Dickinson. Well, what Fred said is that, that Nebraska lost the game at the beginning of the second half, and the beginning of the second half is when Hunter Dickinson returned to the game after sitting out with foul trouble. Right. I think he sat out the last fifteen minutes of the it, first half. It was something like that. Yeah, I don't know if it was fifteen, but it was close to fifteen. That. I believe it was fifth. The numbers fifteen. It was close to that. Okay. Um, seven foot one Hunter Dickinson returned in the second half, and Michigan goes on a twenty three blitz out of the halftime locker room. Dickinson fi- finishes with twenty six points and eight rebounds. He was, I would say, magnificent. Um, but you're right. I mean, I, I mean, now Mi- Michigan won that twenty three blitz, but Nebraska had a big run of its own and actually led. Now, this was the critical part, Jake. Nebraska led 73-66 with six and change left. 73-66. Nebraska leads with six, just over six minutes left. Casey Tominaga hit a three. But then the game turned, obviously, in those late moments when just seconds later, Tominaga thought he had blocked a Dickinson shot inside, got, got called for a foul, and then flailed his arms, went running down the got court, pissed, yeah. flailing his arms, and he, he, he almost have to call T there. He got, he got teed up. Yeah. And four-point four, four, four swing, it, they go, it goes from – I thought that was gigantic. Well, it, that, it goes from 73 – yeah, yeah, it goes from 73-66 to 70, 73-70, and – what little crowd there was, you know, they got in it a little bit more. Man, there's what, what's the deal? What, what does that tell you about the crowd there at Michigan? What do you, what do you mean? Interest level in the program? Why, why? They just had a big year last well, they're, year. Well, they're going in that game. They were ten and eight and four and four in conference play. Right now, God. we would love that here right now. I know the arena would be packed if Nebraska when you when you've been there like they have to a a championship and to the final four and constant tournaments and I guess they they can see when a team's just not up to their standards and they don't show up Nebraska fans show up whatever unless it's 0-11 they start to maybe not show up as much I thought you're about to go on a rant there because you started to look off to the space like you do I noticed that about you when you're about to go on one you, you look over there. Well, there might there might be some of those later on today <laughs> regarding this Brian Flores situation. Okay. All right. Simmer down, Jake. Simmer. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Anyway, that obviously the game turned on that. Now, Michigan, Michigan finished the game, Jacob, on a 26 surge. 20 to 6. 20 to 6. Now, now what have I – now? I don't want to rain on your parade here because I think Nebraska did pro- play pretty well. 
but what has been my consistent message about this team in close games down the stretch? They're, they're not very good. <laughs> we all know that. They're going to have What's, to win. Oh, what message is that? Everyone <laughs> and their dog knows this team's not good. They don't well, but close but, for a reason. But they're not good in situation. They're not a good situational team. That's why they're 0-11 in conference well, There's play. a lot of reasons. It's pretty obvious. There are a lot of reasons. They're, the, the pro, but you don't see the problem. If they're going to win, they're going to have to win close. They're probably not blowing anybody out. It's possible they're playing well enough to beat Northwestern handily. Do you see the problem with that statement regarding if they're going to win, they need to win close? Mm -hmm. They don't know how to win close. Right. That's what I'm I'm, saying. I'm I'm happy with their effort last night. This is not me saying, okay, well, woe is me. Nebraska's terrible Mm -hmm. again, and what a crappy effort. That's not me. Way better effort, way different story than the first timeout against Michigan at PBA, which was a complete and utter disaster and an embarrassment to the state for how they played in that ball game. Last night, much different. But yeah, to to say this team has to win close is probably true, but they don't know how to win close. So why? Why? What am I talking about? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was referring to before you mocked me for some reason. Um, they they uh, they're 0-11. They um they uh. Okay, so it's tied with 79. What I'm, I'm going to illustrate it, okay? They're tied at 79 with 120 left. Okay, here we go. 129 left. Game's tied at 79. Right away, right away, inexplicably, Devontae Jones shakes free and gets a layup. Dickinson made a nice pass, flipped the ball to him, but it was it was not good defense. It, and it was That's the sort of thing that you have to lock in at that point. Yep. You're 79-79 on the road. You got a great chance. And you give up a layup in that situation? The guy gets to the glass? How's Devontae Jones, a six foot whatever guard, six foot two, six foot three, maybe? How does he get to the glass on that on that possession? Okay, then what happens? Webster, Kobe, loses the ball turnover, on the brass yep. turnover. Turnover. And then Michigan misses a three. Nebraska fails to get the defensive rebound. The the rebound lands on the hip of a Michigan player. I mean, this is like, why you got to be kidding me? You've seen this before. You've and seen then this. You've free seen throw this. shooters take over right. ball game. Yeah, so well. I'm with you, Nebraska. I don't. I'm not as with you though. I'm not as enthusiastic in the raw, raw Nebraska came close conversation as you are. They got I'm, out. Not, I'm trying to give something positive. I know because you are in a negative mood. So I want to, I want to uh, applaud you for for saying something positive. But I'm not. They got out rebound. Nebraska got rebound thirty nine to twenty four. Okay. Now some of that's a nod to their big men being in foul trouble most of the game. But Hunter Dickinson was in foul trouble a lot too. And part of being a good player, is staying the hell out of foul trouble. I don't want to hear, you know, I see people on Twitter saying, well, come on, Sip, I mean, their guys were in foul trouble. Yeah, they were in foul trouble. Stay out of foul trouble. That's that's part of the deal. All right? Get it? And then the other thing that, that it continues to be an issue with Nebraska is nine assists and 11 turnovers. I mean, that's, that's a trend. Nine, yeah, nine assists and 11 turnovers. Yeah, they played, they were right there with Michigan. Those are two pretty mediocre teams. Well, what, what what's helped Nebraska at. out the last two games and, and games they had a chance to win against Rutgers and Michigan is that both those teams shot abysmally from three-point range. range. What Rutgers was, I think, four of 20, uh, right? Three of 19. Okay, three of 19. Michigan was two 
for 15 yeah. last night in their home yeah. arena where they hit, yeah. I think, 16 against Nebraska in Lincoln. Yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska 7 of 18. That You're exactly right. That helped them stay in it. McGowan's four straight games of 20-plus. He had 24, Bryce McGowan's. Yeah, Nebraska definitely did some good things. And you notice that what Fred did um, the last 13 minutes – this, the lineup, did you notice that lineup, the last 13 minutes? Quite a hodgepodge. It was Walker, it was Walker, Bryce, McGowan's, Casey Tominaga, Webster, Wilcher. That's the last 12 and a half minutes of the game. Didn't sub. That Walker, McGowan's, Tominaga, then guards, Tominaga, Webster, Wilcher. Now, it's going to be hard. You can't Not go Verge. forward with that lineup. No, no Verge. That, that's a hard lineup to go forward with because you're going to get killed on the boards. Right? I mean, that's you're putting a lot on Walker in that lineup. But that's what Fred rolled with the final 12 and a half minutes. Walker, McGowan's, and then three guards. Tominaga, Webster, and Wilcher. <laughs> Which is weird because we hadn't seen a lot of Tominaga the last couple games. You right. know, He's been playing very few minutes. He played pretty well last night. Yeah. Made a couple layups. Seven points for Tominaga. Yeah. Uh, you know, had the, had the tech foul that really The tech hurts. foul killed him. <laughs> Flailing I mean, his arms down the court in yeah, frustration. Yeah, now Fred said Michigan did the same thing earlier in the game. I don't think it was that pronounced. you got to call the tech on that. And you got to control yourself if you're Tominaga. I mean, well, it's, he, it's, just, he just, I mean, really cost his team with that. This is a frustrated team. You know, they, they, they want to win games. Harrison says Nebraska lost on free throws. Nebraska 12 of 15, Michigan 27 for 33. Yeah, yeah, that's a big 12, 15-point swing. Yeah, that's big. That's big. Thank you, Harrison. I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into these losses. Um, yeah, they're but, Fred, Fred said, but like you say, can, can you control the controllables? Can oh, you not get a tech foul? Uh, can, you, can you play better defense and not give up an easy layup right away? Killed him. Those two things killed him. And Dickinson, that's it. I mean, that's a lot of it right there. The, the, I would say, in terms of importance, it was Dickinson, uh, 26 points, 8 rebounds. The Tech on Tominaga was a killer. I mean, you're up 7. You're up 7 with 6 and change left, and you got momentum. That zapped your momentum. Okay? And then the third thing I would say was the 26 surge by Michigan at the end and giving up the layup in them. Better teams close, you know. Michigan's not a great team. That's that's no, prob- they're not. That's probably not an NCAA tournament team this year. They're they're, they're probably in the hunt right now. Uh, they, they couldn't afford a loss. I think if you look at bracketology, they're, they're an NIT team. Right? Is that right? Yeah, they they have work to do to be okay. a tournament. They team. don't they don't look like an NCAA tournament team. No, right now. they don't. I mean, Nebraska, who has been horrific on the road, they played they played fine at Michigan State. I'll give them that. They lost though, but otherwise they have been horrific. North Carolina State. Okay, you okay? You say those. I'll point to Rutgers in the road. I'll yeah. point to Auburn, which I know is really good, right. but still number that, one. Right, they got murdered in that game. Yeah. Uh, I'll point to you know, there's well, no. other games out there too. They've been terrible on the road. Are yes. There? What other one? Well, let me look at the schedule here. Yeah, well. you need to do that because they I haven't have been that bad on the road. Two, they lost by twenty seven. That was bad. <laughs> okay, you got me. Okay. That was bad. Uh, let's see, no, I think I don't think you'll find one. Indiana, they're okay. Indiana, they lost by 13. Yeah. I think I'd stand that just the Rutgers game just kills me still. The way they, as you, you watched them play in Lincoln. 
Rutgers, and you've watched him play other times. Rutgers lost to is horrible offensively. Yeah, they, they and lost. they and they put up on Nebraska in their building ninety three points. That was the worst loss this season. And then Purdue, the next time out on the road, you lost ninety two sixty five. So they're basically the same score. Now Fred says they're they're going to get one soon. I I agree. I, they're they're going to win a game. Well, let's let's go back to your statement. Nebraska after the Ohio State game was postponed two Saturdays ago. You thought of the five games coming up, they should or could win three of five. I thought three. They are 0 for 3 of those five so far. To recap, they lose to Wisconsin at home by 8. They lose to Rutgers at home by 2, a game they led for 38 and a half minutes in and lost. And they lose last night by 6 on the road to Michigan. Next of your five-game stretch, you have Northwestern at home on Saturday at noon, and you have Minnesota next Wednesday at home at 8 p.m. See what I'm saying is if you're if this program has is showing is wants to show any progress just any any semblance of progress I thought they had to win two of those five. Now they still have a chance. Or three would have been optimum. But any semblance of progress two of those five. Th- that's the easiest stretch of the schedule right there. What we just talked about five, those five games. The schedule gets a little tougher again. Not as tough as it was at the outset. Does, does it get tougher? Yeah, though? it does because they go I'm on a road at it right now. No, they go on a road. That's why. He, here's here's the rest. This right. schedule is not. It's a little scary, tougher. Though. Okay, here here's the here's the rest of their right. games. You want they have they have one two three four. They've got eight games right. left in a ninth if they get the Ohio State game right. at Ohio State. Right. right. So we'll take that one off now. We don't know. We don't know when that is or what it fits in the schedule. But it's got. Here's fit. what's on the schedule. This is not daunting. I'm not saying I expect them to win half of these games or any of them, but I know they can win some. This is the rest of your games. Home against Northwestern should win. I'm not saying should could. Anything I say will be could. Not there will be no sh to the ud. <laughs> there might be an sh somewhere else, okay. but that's yeah. it. Okay. Northwestern at home could win. Minnesota at home could win. Yeah. At Iowa, who just lost to Penn State in two overtimes. I saw it. I watched a lot of that game. Penn State has some big dude. Number 21. I don't know what his name is. That guy's a hoss, though. Okay. Uh, going Maryland at home. Yeah. Winnable. Winnable. Could win. At Northwestern. Tough. Could, could win. Tough. Home against Iowa. Could win. Could. could. At Penn State. Probably mm. not going to win mm, that mm, game. Mm, yeah. Home, uh, then at Wisconsin, not winning it, mm-hmm. not winning that. So the schedule's tougher down the road. Not it's not, not da, real it's tough. Not, it's not done. Not though. real tough. This five game stretch was their easiest stretch. I don't, I don't think you can bite back on that. I think I could say this upcoming five game stretch. If I here, how about you're just being difficult because no, you're I'm mad not, about Flores. You got to get no, over this. You, Flores Wisconsin stuff. was in that stretch. You pointed out this Wisconsin. There's no ranked teams the next five games they you have. Just got you're just being difficult because the Dolphins are paid paid their coach to lose. I mean. All this stuff about Flores has got you in a in a bind. Now, here's the thing. This Flores thing, before we get back to basketball, the more damning thing is Stephen Ross paying Flores $100,000 to lose per per loss. Got to prove it, though. 1000 per it. loss. Got to prove it. 100000 per loss. There's two sides to every story. Now, I don't like Stephen Ross. I'm, 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 I'm going to preface it. I, you know, I love Brian Flores. This is putting a damp on all that, damper yeah. on it. 
because he's killing my organization okay. on the way out. We'll talk about that later. I'm but sorry. Stephen Ross, I don't like. But there's, I just brought it up. Because as it, you know, with lawyers in your family, there are two sides to every single story. And one side's out there first. I understand, Jake. Now, you, um, I just brought that up to point up the mood factor here. I'm pissed today. I'm I in a can, horrible mood. Whoa, I could tell. Um, yeah. You want to know what? Because I, I thought. What the, is the I, issue? Yeah, I thought the Dolphins were on track to get Jim Harbaugh. Because everyone, I, I feel like I feel like all this was leading to quiet conversation about oh the the Vikings are going to interview him. That means the Dolphins are going to get him. Well, now Stephen Ross might have his ownership in question, and in terms of do our players going to want to play for the organization if he's the coach, if he's the owner there, right. is he forced out? Do they fight back and say you know prove that this stuff happened because this is all hearsay otherwise? And so now I know that it's all a disaster. Everything that could have happened that would have helped get a better hire than Flores, who I like as a head coach, has just fallen to the ground. And and also Harrison points out the Bulls are now the one seed again. The Heat are the three seed. The three. In the East. With their third loss in, in a row. In the East. Yeah, I mean, sports are hell. Thank right? you, Harrison. Sports are hell. Yeah, you're in one today. How can I help you? I watched Ozark last night. That helped me out a little bit. Okay. Although you know, that, that shows a little bit of you know crazy, too. How can I help you? Fix the Dolphins. I'll Go back in yesterday and, and rewind the time and, and don't let this Florida stuff come out. Because you know what? It came out at a very it's a very interesting time. I think I'm I'm just gonna what put things out there. What time is it? I just assume that Flores knew that hey, the Dolphins are probably about to make a hire at head coach. Let's 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 put this, let's burn this to the ground before it even happens. And, oh, Here's a lawsuit out there. The Dolphins are in it. The Broncos are in it. The Giants are in it. The NFL, you know, has racial problems, which is probably true. But I, but I looked at everything in terms of bringing the Dolphins in the equation, which of course he wants to go torched earth on them because he's got fired. So by what him. he's suggesting is the Giants. So right, are you going to set this up, or do you well, want to do there's, this later? There's okay, a lot stop. of things in play. Do you want to do you want to do this later, or I think we'll probably go at seven. Okay, we'll seven. hit it at seven a.m. Okay, so you'll lay it all out. The text message from Bill Belichick, <laughs> um, who we also live in a time where how do you know that's an actual text message and not just a screenshot that he made up? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've got issues. I, I I've got major trust issues in all of this stuff. Hmm. Did you read the text? Yes, I did. <laughs> The old man. It sounded like Bill Belichick up. texting him. He had a senior moment, it seems like. Something that I would do. Ah, oh, wrong Brian. My bad. Um, we'll, we'll get to that, though. Hoops. So, record now, 6-16, six and 0-11. Oh yes. I think we are both in agreement that they're, they'll probably break through pretty quick with a win or two. And I'm going to disagree with you. What? This upcoming five-game stretch is the easiest five-game stretch of the entire well, schedule. Not, not the one you have started I'm not going to argue with you because you're in an arguing mood, and I'm not going to... They have home games... I, next, no, I'm not arguing with you. Don't don't even no, try. They have home games in this next five games with Northwestern, Minnesota, and Maryland, all bottom-tier teams in the conference. Right. No Wisconsin, which is a ranked team. No, I'm not going to... This it, is the five-game stretch. A, it would be a, a ridiculous I think argue. you should revise your could or should to this, you know, three games in this no, five-game stretch. No. I'm not revising. Uh, Huskers, Huskers now six and sixteen overall, zero and eleven in Big Ten play. By the way, before this game last night, the Husker women yeah, did play you, yes. at PBA, and okay. they once again won. It was not pretty at all. It was a, actually a very ugly game. But guess what? A win is a win. Nebraska beats Rutgers, who was 
bad. 7-16 and 16 overall, 0-11 now are the Scarlet Knights. But Nebraska, despite shooting 6 of 31 on threes, does pull out a victory 50-38 to 38 over Rutgers. And it's partly because Nebraska out-rebounded Rutgers 45-38 plays. What I love about that win by Amy Williams' team, which, by the way, pushes them past the 500 mark in the Big Ten. Amy's team is 16-4 and four and 5-4 five and four in the Big Big Ten. 5-4 and four in the Big Ten. That they can win a game despite making only 6 of 31 threes. Because they they can win, they can win in other ways. You see what I'm suggesting? Yes. Yes. And by the way, Alexis Markowski, the pious graduate, 16 points, a career high, 15 rebounds. Fabulous freshman. There's only one team in our little market here that's going to be playing in the NCAA tournament right now. I think Amy's team's projected as an eight seed. I saw seven or eight. Yeah, seven I've or seen eight. Seven or eight recently. Okay, you're not gonna. You're not gonna argue with me on that seven or eight seven or eight yeah i've seen one of those two numbers there by their by their name creighton men definitely have a shot i've seen them at 10 and they had a big win last night uh against yukon 17th ranked yukon which is huge to get them back in on track they're they're still right now i seen as as on the bubble and out but that win was big for them i've seen a 10 how recently 10 seed last week monday Okay, they're, they're, they're in the conver- they're in the conversation. Tens bubble. They're in the conversation. Yeah. And last night was big for them. Yeah. But yeah, the women's team, you know, they they had a rough stretch against some better teams, and they bounced back, and now have won, and are back to five and four in conference play, sixteen and four overall. Yes. Great job by Amy Williams. Great job. And again, it's it's nice to see when your team is not shooting the ball well. I mean, Nebraska last night they were seventeen of sixty one overall. Still won again. They shot overall twenty. Eight percent from the field and won by twelve on their home floor. Played a rock fight and yes. beat beat Rutgers. Tough program, tough win. Great job. Yes. Uh, next up for the women again, they Rutgers last night. They will play next. Oh come on! Don't freeze on me. Uh, see, they will play next against Penn State tomorrow night here in Lincoln. You can go that one. So you can back to back back to back home games for Nebraska. Okay. That's a 7 p.m. tip on on BTN. Okay, the women's basketball. Okay, there, Growly. Well, I'm. Just, <laughs> I mean, there. Yesterday, I had to. I had to like just get off Twitter for a while because everything that was coming in was negative. It's Twitter, which, I, which I'm used to. But it's Twitter. It, I didn't expect a lawsuit as my team's looking to hire a coach. Yeah. Right before that might happen with one coach. It's trouble. Which might scare that coach I, off or other coaches out there. Yeah, I'm. I was more taken by the, the, in the, in the litigation in the language, the part about Stephen Ross paying Brian Flores or offering to pay him one hundred thousand dollars per loss. Which, if I were Flores, by the way, I would go to Ross and and, and I, I would I would go to him and say. No recordings. This isn't a text. I'm not texting him, but I'm saying if we're going to do this tank thing, I, I want more than a hundred thousand dollars. How about five hundred thousand a loss? Make it worth my while. I mean, he's making good money as a coach. Uh, that's he, exactly right. Why? Hundred thousand per loss isn't going to do it for me. Made, he could make one point six mil off of this losing. I know. I'm suggesting that I'm making a lot of money. What's a hundred thousand dollars per loss? I mean, it's nothing. To get, I need more. If you're gonna if you're gonna ask me to do this, then I need a lot, minimum five hundred. Okay, 
We didn't have this conversation, Stephen, but I want 500. Okay? Not 100,000 per loss, which gives me what? An, an extra $500,000 on a $4 million, $5 million contract? No, I want 500,000. If you're asking me to do this, which you can see why, by the way, any coach worth his salt would be like, uh, I'm not dealing with these people very long, and I'm, 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 I'm going to do it my way, all right? I, they're asking me to lose. That, I'm, I'm not cooperating with them. I'm not going to be corroborative or whatever the hell that word is, the, the legal language. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a mess is what that is. Well, I, I understand that. I didn't. I never denied it's a mess in Miami. It's almost always a mess. Stephen Ross, I have no regard for. And by the way, that's probably why Harbaugh is not there because he knows that stuff like that's going on. Well, yeah, as, as much as they're both Michigan men, there's just too much There's too much drama in a bad way You're paying that has happened under Stephen Ross with the Dolphins' ownership. It just has you got to you have to steer clear from it. You have to. Yeah. I have no regard for that guy offering the coach to lose games. I offering told money. You, I don't like Steven Ross. I just want to say there's two I'm sides to every story. Mood, Harrison, I'm not helping it. What's the other side of that story? That I'm, he's lying? I don't know. Well, he, he then he I mean, he's I, would he be purging himself at that point? I don't I mean, well, he's already blackballing himself in the NFL on this. Right. I don't think he's lying about that. He put, this he is a guy that was interviewing for the Saints job yesterday, yeah, and he put this out there. So I don't know what led him to just say, I'm, I'm going torches on this, scorched, scorched earth, earth yeah. and saying, screw this all. I don't want to be a head coach anymore. Something with something with the Giants pissed him off. He was interviewing well, you know, you, with the I understand what happened. We'll right. get it a little later. Yeah, but yeah. he was interviewing with the Saints yesterday and then said, nope, here we go. Lawsuit. I'm done here. Wow. I wonder what he's going to do. I think there's a chance that this dies down eventually and he can become a head coach again. Going to be a while. He's not going back to the Belichick tree, I'll tell you that much. If he's putting out a screenshot of a text from Belichick, there goes your ties totally to the Patriots. I mean, you, you, you're, totally agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah, why, why would you do that? Uh, well, I don't know. Brian Flores killed my team. They killed, I guess they fired him first, though. Sean Callahan <laughs> is up next on Early Break on the Ticket.